Talking Circle Studio. Welcome to a special episode of the Terminally Unique Podcast. My name is Dean. And my name is Diva filling in for Lucas. Yeah, Lucas, he is too busy. He's just too busy and too important to show up for his own damn show. Anyway, uh, we have we have a special uh, part two to Michael W's show. He um, uh, there was a there was some technical difficulties. There was some 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 bad moves that were made on certain person's parts but (laughs) suffice to say we're back here to give you the rest of the story because i know everyone's hanging on the edge of their seat to find out what the hell happened (laughs) to michael (laughs) so so, uh, but before we get to that i have to i have to do a little shout out to um to our sponsor uh that's raise energy that's r-a-z-e energy that is the best energy drink on the market and if you would like to support the show and and give uh, give Ray's a, a try, you, you're going to go to repsports.com. That's R E P P S P O R T S dot com, and in the coupon code, you're going to enter Dino. That's D E A N O. That's Delta Echo Alpha November Oscar, and you will get yourself 15% off, and you'll get a lot of we'll get a lot of street cred from that. So, Scott Cherry, please keep sending them. Damn it, we're we're running low, and and I'm running out of energy. Okay, I just need a little bit more, Uh-oh. man. Just just a little bit, man. <laughs> Hook it up, bro. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> anyway, so Diva, how was your week? It was great. It was yeah? awesome. Okay, that's good. How's I mean, your week? Any, anything Anything new that's happening in in your world? Anything new no, in the Dive world? No, you're not. Much. You didn't get just, hired as a CEO of a company no, or anything. No, no. Uh, the only Ooh. hurdles I had to go through was midterms. That's it. Okay. Much. All right. Very good. Very good. My week was good as usual. I got a little surgery, so I'm still a little bit sore, but. You know, whatever. Don't worry, I'm here to change your wound dressing. Ooh, wow. Ooh. I don't know. I'm going to have to call Amanda about that. She's yeah, saying, I already talked to her about okay, it. Don't worry. Okay, it's cleared? Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. The big boss cleared it. The yes. beautiful Amanda cleared it. Great. Oh, all early in the episode. <laughs> in two minutes in. Two minutes in. <laughs> all right. All right. Without further ado, I, I've already uh, I've already talked to Michael up a bunch, and he's like one of my favorite people. So, um, so Michael, you want, to, you want to take it from here and just kind of take it from... Uh, let me see. Like, I guess right around uh, the time when you guys used to play your little game, uh, coming over the hill. Uh, oh, okay. you remember that? <laughs> well, the coming over the hill. And anyway, thank you guys for inviting me back. Um, thank you for coming back. And tell Mr. Lucas, <laughs> can we keep this this time? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll yeah. Keep the, the oh, recording I'm recording it, so we just yeah. we'll check with him. Blame it on Dean if it, it gets lost again. That's right. No, what we'll do is we'll sing Dive on him. <laughs> You'll start doing it right. Yeah. Um, All I got to do is just tell Amanda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she knows how to get things done. Yeah. <laughs> then we better get sober. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Um, I guess I'll say getting back to my story. Um, there was a point in time where we would play this game. Um, coming from LA, we come out to the valley, and our game was that we'd buy two talls of Old English and one small of either peach schnapps or some some, some kind of small bottle drink. I'll some sort of like German that. beverage, okay? Yeah, something in a bottle, which, right? You know, that you can just kind of take down <laughs> that'll burn your chest off. Mm. Um, so we would, we, it was like four of us, and so we had one guy named Cameron, and everybody knew. 
we were pretty much getting Cameron's drinks when we got over the hill because that was the game. Whoever wasn't finished, we get to finish it. Oh. So uh, so we got plenty of extras. Um, so um, every week we would get Cameron's drinks. And um, where we were basically going at that time with our drunk selves uh-huh. was to a club or we were going to find somewhere we could kind of hang out. Uh, we'd go to people's houses and party a little bit, uh, get in trouble most likely. Uh-oh. Uh, How old are you at this point? Oh, man, let me see. I was probably um, I was probably about 22, 23 years old because okay. my drinking uh, started late. I was like a late bloomer. I was like mm. almost 19 when I started drinking, yeah, uh, and I had my little first drinks. I, I think I, I'll tell you again. Somebody actually mentioned this today. Uh, what is? I forgot the guy's name that spoke this morning, but he said something about club. Oh and, yeah, I club. yeah. He was talking about he was talking about a strawberry daiquiri. Oh yes, well, yes. My yes. my drink was I bought two uh, I bought two drinks. I bought a margarita and a martini. Oh, and so I what? tried the martini. <laughs> that was like hell no, uh, I ain't drinking that. That was horrible. The martini one. Was, the martini yeah. was yeah. horrible. It was just bad. It is. And um, and then I had the margarita. Oh, you like that one? Huh? Yeah, you sure did. Like the way you said that. Oh, you like that one? Huh? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but it was um, it was fire from there. Um, and those were the drinks that I started out with. Yeah. And so um, so you know, and basically what what would happen with us is. We started going out to the valley. Then we started going further out into the valley. We started drinking more drinks as we got out to the valley. So by the time we get there, we'd be good and drunk. Um, I would do things that I wouldn't usually do to women. That, uh, Jeez, when I met the them. Were you decapitating people? Uh, What's wrong with you? What happened? Well, well, now that you guys have brought me back, <laughs> you I might as well just tell you exactly what, what happened. <laughs> so mm. what I would do is I would um, introduce mm. myself by... Coming up and putting a finger in the cleavage, and um, oh, wow, really? the audacity! And that's like that's so eighties. That what wasn't sexual assault no back then. <laughs> For some reason, another, I'm, I never met anyone that didn't have a cleavage. Oh, aren't you lucky? And I was always looking. He just found it. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe he that's why my eyes are so big. So, um, so as we, you know, went through that, you know, a lot of dancing. Um, uh, stuff like that was going on, and um, we decided to start move out to uh, West uh, Westwood, and oh. Westwood had a club called um, can't think of it right now. And that's, that's a weird name. For Dylan's. A club. Can't think of it. Right oh, yeah, now. can't think of it right now. Yeah, Dylan's was the club. Oh, Dylan's. Oh. Okay, Dylan's. There it is. So we go to Dylan's, and um, we had a, like a rival group of guys that we didn't like. Ooh. And we were we were from Baldwin Hills, and they were from like over by Fairfax area. Oh. And um, and we didn't. I should have teamed up. That would have been cool. Oh, we were trying to figure out some way to get at them. Oh, I bet you were. We were doing dancing and all that, and, you know. We dance, Myron, we do all that stuff. But then uh, we were having dance battles. Yeah, yeah, we were actually we were, mm, and um, we'd have dance battles and we'd have clothes battles. Oh, clothes battles. Oh. Clothes battles are like who could change? Who, dis- who, who no. decides? Who decides well, who wins? Clo- well, <laughs> you gotta have the clothes to do it. You know, I always oh. came right. So um, I pretty much took a lot of those battles because I like clothes. Uh, I'm not dressed for it tonight. You, but every time I see you, you're always dressed to the tees. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look at those I know. shoes. Mm-hmm. I know. Looking all real clean. Uh, <laughs> you. you guys can't see my shoes. Uh, yeah. uh, sorry about we'll that. Take, we'll take pictures. Put it on the website. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we do these things, and um, we started to go down to Santa Monica area. 
And the reason why we, we decided to go to Santa Monica, we had, it was four of us. It was me, a guy named Sir Mike. We called him Sir Mike. He was a Marine that got uh, discharged uh, from peeing out of a window oh. on top of a uh, military policeman. Uh, but he had other incidents in between that, so they were like, "Okay, enough for you, Bo. We got, we gotta go." Uh, and then we had a guy named Danny. Mm-hmm. Danny was uh, one of my best friends. And then we had um, my my uh, well, I call him my cousin. His name was um, my Melvin. Okay. And then uh, there was me, and then Cameron, of course. Okay. And so um, when we would go down to Santa Monica, we always knew about twelve o'clock there was going to be some action. We went to a place Uh-oh. where they had the sand dust on the floor. <laughs> we're in the wrong place. This is put like that. We're five black guys, and we're in the wrong place. And so basically, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we're down there. We eat peanuts, drinking drinks. Um, that was the first place I had uh, wild turkey. Oh, and wild turkey. a wild turkey with a uh, with the seven up back. And I drank that one night, and the fight started before twelve. Wow! Because oh. at twelve o'clock, we usually kind of knew. The action was about to start every week. You guys are, were all looking at your watches? Like, no, oh. we basically, we could just feel it. Yeah. If Attention Sir Mike started raising. moving in a certain way, and he usually like to get the fight started because mm-hmm. he knew that karate stuff. <laughs> um, and then Danny always had his gun. Um, oh, great. So Sir Mike, could, could be, he could be free with his actions because oh. Danny always. Who had the shank? I mean, like. You know. Oh, we didn't need that. Oh. Danny had a three fifty seven Magnum. Yeah. So that could kind Never of. Never bring like, a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then we would just have our two, you know, little fights. So we just start our little stuff over there. Um, but we would do that every Friday night. We'd get into something. Um, I remember one night I was so drunk I took a date there. And I was, mm. I was really blasted. So my date. Um, was like um, this guy was trying to hit on her, uh-huh. and it was a big Samoan dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm drinking this drink right, and he he got in between me and her, and I got my little chihuahua ass up and was trying to get at this big old dude. <laughs> yeah, and two bouncers just said, "Hey man, just don't don't do it. Just go don't." Because I was saying, "Come on out in the parking lot. Let's go out in the parking lot." I <laughs> was take, like, Let's "Take this outside." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Man, don't even go out there. Just forget it. Don't do it. It's so not worth it." They went and talked to the big Samoan, and the big Samoan was like, "Ah, oh, man, I ain't think about that dude. If I want the girl, I'll get her." I'm like, "Okay, go whatever." So, um, a drink calmed me down because I got free ones. And I was oh. like, okay. "Hey, man, I don't want to fight you. <laughs> Can I get another one, please?" <laughs> so, um. You know, and that's the kind of dumb stuff we would do as we would get into, uh, you know, the, the more and more drinking I did, the worse our actions uh, became and the more, I would just say more dangerous we became because yeah. I remember going to a party and my buddy, we got into a house fight with some, well, some other people. Some other <laughs> yeah. people. And, um, and there was somebody else's house and we, they were in there playing some of their music and we came in and we wanted to play our music. And then we kind of overtook a part of the house. And then next thing I know, it was like bodies fighting everywhere. Wow. Knives going. <laughs> and then Danny went outside and got his gun. And that's when yeah. the fight stopped. Yeah, no. You know what, though? It's like you look back at these times and you're like, man, it's like it's like you were playing with fire right around a gas, right, right yeah. around a gas tank. You know, yeah. it's like, man, you're so lucky that you're on this <laughs> side of this and still breathing. That's true. Uh, I've lost I lost Cameron. Uh, he died from... Uh, 
diabetes because he didn't take care of himself and and, and he wow. still drank they drank a lot uh, but I still I think my other buddies are still running around I'm not sure I always get a call when somebody goes oh, right, right. Yeah, that's when everybody calls. finds you so you're you're in your early 20s what uh, are, what happens what happens that makes you want to quit well what happened with me is that I, it wasn't really I wanted to quit because what I did was I made a silly move. Um, I lived with my daughter's uh, mom. Uh, I was living in the valley, uh, mm-hmm. had a nice apartment, had everything I needed, had a job, had all of those good things. And one night we went out and uh, we went to a club over in uh, Sherman Oaks Galleria. And so wait, you're with your you're with your with your I'm, daughter's mom? Yeah, I'm living with her. Was your daughter already born? No, no. Oh, okay. Um, so um, I'm living with her and. She decide we decided to go to a club that night. Right. And so I get to the club and we're, I'm drinking already and having a good time. And then I meet this guy. Then we just start talking and we hit it off really good. And she said, I'm going home. Okay. And she said, I'm taking the car. So you get home the best way you can, which I didn't live that far from where we were. And um, that night, me and it was talking. I was like, hey, man, we should get a place, dude. Just has a place so we can hang out, you know. And, and, and so, like, you're but you're living with this. You're yeah, living, yeah. You're living with this other comfortable woman. home. Everything, dude. Food, everything. I didn't have to do. Just go to work, right? And so, by the time, mm-hmm. first off, when I left the club, it started storming on me. Oh, okay. You walk Absol- home. Yeah. Okay. And someone like she's gonna come and get me or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's a home in a bed sleep. Um. So I get home. A soaking wet, and within two weeks, I was packing up my clothes and oh. moving. Going where? Where are you going? Going to, to the guy, to, guy's new, place. to my to our new apartment. And there it goes. And so, um, and there the party started, and it just rock and rolled. At pretty much, probably like four nights a week. We needed some rest time every so, now and then. Those three days. Um, yeah. And then uh, one day, <clears throat> my sobriety came at that house. Was that? One day I was sitting, um, I was up by myself because we had a big party and people were everywhere, just laid out in my room, his everywhere. And I was the only one up. And um, I was watching TV. I was smoking a cigarette and I was had this very fresh drink and I was sitting <laughs> <Very> there. <fresh. laughs> yeah. It was, it was, and it was like five o'clock in the morning. I had this drink and I was and something just my ex-wife had already gave me like the number and everything to this guy. And I sat there for a minute. I was like, what am I doing up? I'm the only one up. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in my mind, it came out just like that. I'm the only one up. And um, and then all of a sudden, I made this phone call. It was like 7 o'clock in the morning. I decided to call this guy. And I hung up on him like six times, okay. maybe even seven. But when his wife answered the phone, for some reason, I talked to her. Oh. I said, is Brian home? And she I was like, yeah, hold on one second. And I think, well, her and my ex-wife were best friends. Oh. So I'm sure she knew it was me. And he got on the phone. He goes like, well, hey, where are you at? I go like, I'm at home. He goes like, well, what are you, what are you doing tonight? I said, nothing. <laughs> you know, well, we should be going to me. And I go like, no, we're not. <laughs> I'll, I'll go tomorrow. And so I got that Sunday off. He said, I'll be at your house at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow after you uh, after you come off from work, so I get home from work. I'm riding my bike to work. I come home and there's a guy, a little Poindexter dude in a big old Chevrolet, looked like a big Impala uh, station wagon. <laughs> he gets out the car and he goes, "Michael." I go like, "Yeah." He goes, "We'll put your car. Go put your bike up. We're getting ready to go to the meeting." And uh, off to Ohio Street um, and um, 
<laughs> I got in trouble there the first night because I was trying to hit on the hit oh, on the main I speaker. Bet you, or? Is that is that Pacific Group? The Pacific Group, oh, Ohio Street, uh, historical. Santa Monica. Uh, little Ohio Street. It was it's a uh, it's the cutest little place. It's still there too. Um, uh, I got in trouble because I was trying to hit on the main speaker. Didn't know, <laughs> and uh, my sponsor was watching me. Cause he became my sponsor. He was watching me, and uh, she told me to. I basically get out of her face because uh-huh. I don't know. I have no idea what you're doing here, but um, you're not talking to me. And my sponsor came right over and said, "Hey, I want you to go inside and sit down. I don't want you to move. You just stay right in that seat. Just sit your ass down." And so I went on in there and I sat down. And that's when they talked. They didn't talk to you that nice. Mm. <laughs> Even Skinny Brian could talk to me like that. Today I'd probably like do something to him, <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't. I love him to death. Um, but I listened, you know, because I was a I'm a people pleaser by mm-hmm. heart. I'm just that's me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I listened to what he said. I sat in that meeting. I shut my mouth, and I went through the process for nine years in the Pacific Group. Um, wow. And that was going to meetings. I hated meetings with all my heart for nine years. For nine years, I hated <laughs> meetings. Wow. You were stubborn. Huh? I hated meetings. Uh, I, you know, they said do the ninety ninety. I did them. Totally begrudgingly, I wanted to. I didn't know who I wanted to get, All right, but right. I did them. Um, I go to meetings. I would sit in the back. I would fuss with people sometimes. He's on death row. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I would, um, I would go to the men's stags. Um, I know they hated me because I never did say anything really nice when they did call on me. <laughs> um, Jeez. And I just. Um, you know, but what did you do for those nine years? Did you do your angry. steps or anything? I did. I did. Uh, I did. Actually, I did two two sets of steps because Brian was my first sponsor. Uh-huh. I did steps with him, and then I had another sponsor. His name was um, was Tom. Uh-huh. Now, Tom, even though <laughs> Tom was like hardcore, like really PG dude, and he's still like that today. Yeah, I mean, he is just straight everything like that's how we do it and i'm like okay cool i don't know why i picked tom i guess it's because i like the way he looked because he was always cleaned up and you know he was cool and he had a couple Ah. kids um but um (laughs) we lasted like two years okay and because of it well we had a guy that used to do steps for all of them like some people would go like oh well I want to do some steps, but the sponsor was like, well, I don't have time or whatever. They would send them to another dude, and, and his name was Clint Hodges. Okay. Oh, okay. And he would do it with you, and he was thorough. Right. I never went to Clint. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to be that thorough. I like Clint, but He's I ain't going up there. <laughs> so uh, I stayed down here and did my little stuff. Um, but even though in those two years, those two sets of four steps, um, I did have to do some work with my my you know with my anger. I had to do a lot of work with um, how I did things. Um, uh, I hadn't had my I I did. I, Bianca was already born. She was born my fourth year. This is your daughter? Yeah, Bianca's my mm-hmm. daughter. She was born in the fourth year of my sobriety. Uh, but yet and still, I did the work, but I didn't like the work. Mm-hmm. So if I don't like the work, I'm not getting the full connection like I am today. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think God kind of like said, you know, I, you you stay, do what you're supposed to do. I took all my commitments, mm-hmm. uh, and then I hated Wednesday night meeting. <laughs> Wednesday night meeting is the big synagogue meeting with 1,200 people, right, 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 and all the movie stars running around. Everybody got tuxedos on, the shirt, the big hats. 
And I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. So I've you, never done that. So this is, uh, so then you're you're doing it anyway, though, for yeah, years. I'm doing I'm doing that. What um, kept you there, though? I think, oh, softball. Softball. Okay. Softball. The most important part. I we were. Um, I'm a, I play sports. I love sports. Okay. And so we had a softball team, and it was crappy. I plus we would play. We were, we were like the lower, lower division. We're the lower division oh. of, of the Pacific group. They had the big dudes, and then they had us. Oh, Pacific group has their own softball. That's league. cool. Oh yeah, that's cool. So I gotta go over there. we used to do travel all over California. So, um, so we we were, we were crappy, and then we became good. Of course, wow. you, you know, do so long enough. It right? was, I mean, and that's I love to play softball, and so um, I have to tell you that's what kept me there. And then the camaraderie with the team. Yeah, I mean, I have some guys I play with now that we're all st- you know we're still buddies. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you you find something that'll hold you. Right. You got to find something that'll hold you to yeah. do. To do freaking AA, right? So when did you get? When did you have your psychic change? Was it after that nine years? And yeah, what happened after the nine years? Stop fighting! I'm gonna tell you right now. My honest psychic change came about four years ago. When okay. I think I said it before, and when I when I talked, my daughter looked at me one day and said, "You're acting like a dry drunk." Oh, and I was like, "What? What do you know about a dry drunk?" And I'm like, then I think about it, I go like. Oh, but she was with me all the time when I was going to meetings. Yeah. <laughs> when her and her mom were separating everything, I had Bianca with me. Yeah, she go to all my meetings with me, and pe- a lot of people know her too. Uh, now that's I know I'm, Bianca. I'm, I know Bianca. Oh, let's pray for her. She, yeah. She's still in treatment, but she's doing okay now. Good, at least today. Yeah, that's all we I got. Go Twenty four hours. That's it. That's it. Um, but I, um, I connected. Then I was already kind of there, but that got me into it mm-hmm. to where I wanted to sponsor people. Okay. I wanted to teach people. I wanted to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I didn't care how I did it. I text people. I, my sponsor now put me on a job to call all of his new sponsees oh. <laughs> whenever they come in. And I'm like, yeah, let me talk to them. That's and I great. love it. I totally, I love this program today. I, I just, I, I didn't feel good the last couple of days, but it was all about, I could still hear in my head that it's all about how, what kind of day you want to have. Yes. And then I, I'm sorry, but I posted something today on Facebook. Hmm. <laughs> I'm about to check your Facebook. Um, yeah, right. And it was a, it was a guy that I kind of listened to. He, he's kind of like a self-motivator dude. And I, I wrote some very open and honest statements about myself. Hmm. And it's all about what I do wrong about my life. Is like I'm a procrastinator, okay. big time. I, you know, just things that really I want to work on, mm. and all those things for me is that I have the tools to do it. Mm-hmm. I have the people around me, like you guys, that for support. I, if I was like, hey, I have a I have a problem. It's not like she's not going to talk to me. Oh, right, I'm going to answer right. that phone you know, call. I answer should, all know, these phone calls. That's what we do. So I think the other part of it is, is what kept me around is, the, again, it's the people that I know and I've met. Right. Even the bad, the some that I've had arguments with or whatever. Yeah. And um, and today I'm very happy about my sobriety because, you know, one of my one of my really, really good buddies, I almost lost him. Um, I think I told this last time. Um, he died twice in a, you know, um, in one night. 
Wow. And um, when he called me up, I said, dude, what's wrong with your voice? He goes, man, I just want to call you and tell you I, I died two times yesterday. And um, he said, the last time, all I wanted to do was have my wife hold my hand. And then I went down again. And then they got him back again. And when he told me the story, I cried so hard mm. because I told him, man, I can't lose you. I love you way too much. Don't do that. Don't just don't believe me. And um, he's here today. You know, he's he's well. Um, and I'm happy. You know, I have so many friends like that that I get this way about. Um, I get emotional about because um, my love for them is so deep. Um, I I didn't have that before. I had friends that I probably would say, "Man, I you know I love you, dude," or whatever. But that was because we were out getting fucked up and acting a damn fool and stuff yeah. like that. So <laughs> I gotta have, I gotta have you know I got your back, you know. So I yeah. love you, you know. Don't don't get messed up. But what I have today is that um, I'm sober today for 29 years. Um, Jesus. My heart is full. Um, I take care of a beautiful mom that um, that depends on me every single day. I know I couldn't do that if I was drunk mm-hmm. or high. Um, I have a daughter that's doing the best she can. I'm able to, you know, decipher that and not be crazy about it anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have t- I work two programs today, and I'm about to say thank you to Alan while I'm on here too. Um, I work I that. that program too because I want to learn just a little bit of a different way to live. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got sober to live. I, I, I honestly got sober to live, and um, and that's what I try to teach whomever I talk to. Is that yeah, we get sober, you know, but we don't have to stay in all of that stuff. No, yeah, our, absolutely. Our not. passion just let that be okay. You, if you want to keep it cool, but. Go live your new life. You know, yeah. one of those benefits of sobriety, I, I mean, I feel like that I've gotten is the, the the depth of friendships with my friends are so much deeper than, yeah. like, yes, that's than true. they could have been before. Like, I could never, like, I mean, you can be real with your friends growing mm-hmm. up. And so if I still have some close friends from my childhood that are amazing people. But like the the depth of that adult relationship now, yeah. like you don't get that anywhere else, no. man. You know, you got people at work, you're like, hi, bye, and you know, make joke make jokes with, but you don't really have that kind of like sharing and that yeah. Yeah. where you see their soul, you see who they are, really. And that, yeah. I just love that. And that part, like you just said, you know, we see each other's soul. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I'm better at typing something mm-hmm. than probably saying it. And so sometimes when I'm typing stuff, it's more like that's me just totally just really vulnerable seen. to everything. <clears throat> yeah. And I don't mind it. You know, I, I don't have that. I don't have a macho button or nothing like that. Yeah. And I think I, George, me and George was talking about it. I really was a little chicken shit when I was out there because I, I, I do a little bit of the fighting. <laughs> but if I see any kind of weaponry come out or whatever, I'm pretty much trying to get to where's the door. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. I would be the first one out of here. I know I love you guys, man, but I can... not that much. No, <laughs> the ex was my friend. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm happy more today than I've probably been in my whole entire life. Yeah. Um, and I don't have anything special going on, you know. Um, 
What do you What do you think is some of the hardest things that you got through in your sobriety? One is divorce. Um, divorce was was hard on me because I and I did that through sobriety. Um, you know, yeah, it was a rough, it was one of the roughest three years of my life, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of went on into f- like five years, and then I had to learn here that I had to see what my side of it was really was. Right, mm-hmm. right. And it didn't have to be like I had to go out and cheat or anything like that. It, it was just my attitude about a lot of things, my my sex, my my uh you know, being uh just being unattentive at the house. Right. Just not being the husband that I could have been. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, and you know, today, look, I'm sitting here and I'm talking about something to me that's kind of like a secret on my end, you know, because I I mean, I'm sex addicted. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's just me. And, um, but today I get to control how I live that part of my life. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to be in it all the time. Um, I'm a single man, but there's things that I have to work on still. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the challenge for me every day Mm. is that I have to have things that I have that I can't work on. Yeah. And then I have the other challenges is that I get about 20 other guys that'll call me just to shoot the shit because Mm -hmm. they may not want to call sponsor or their a brother or whatever. Right. Um, And I love that dude. That is when I get calls from other dudes. Yeah. Even ladies who might call and, one lady wanted to call me and ask me a question for Palm Springs. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'm open to it. But overall, just the honest conversations you have with the other AA brothers or sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even sponsors or whatever. Um, I grew up. I'm a grown up now in this program. Oh. I, 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 I've been a kid for You're a an old timer, bro. Big boy yeah, bro. I'm OG. <laughs> you're like a young oh, you OG. He's a young old timer. <laughs> Next year, you're going to have to go to the convention, you know, do the whole OG oh, yeah. talk. Oh, That's right. Yeah. I missed awesome. out this year, but, you know, I'll be 30 next year, so I'll be like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but it's, it's you, amazing. Do you have any one piece of advice you'd like to give uh, anybody listening that's, that's new? Oh, he stole my question. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're reading each other's mind right now. No, she did last time. I just loved it so much. I'm like, oh, it's mine now. (laughs) You know, um, my best advice is probably what everybody tells you, which is, you know, um, get that sponsor, um, get that book, the big book. Uh, I I love the 12 and 12 myself. Uh, Do your steps and be freaking honest. Yeah. Yeah. Be goddamn honest and be vulnerable to take all this shit in because you're going to have to take it in so you can get it done. Yeah. Yeah. And if you got any grand ideas. Oh, no. (laughs) My sponsor tells me you're out of options. No more options. If you start getting options, (laughs) you know what those options are going to take you. Yeah. So, um, and, and look at, we're in this room, three of us in this room together. If you ain't calling one of us or somebody like us, Good luck. Yep. I love you. Better pick up that 500-pound <laughs> phone. You, you can ask him the spirituality question if you Ooh. want. Okay, okay. I wanted to ask you, when did you have your spiritual awakening, your spiritual experience, or... Did you have one? Did you have one? Yeah. Mm. I probably had one. 
He just doesn't remember. But they come like every day. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have like a specific, I guess my really that time sitting in front of that television with that drink and that cigarette. That's that's probably my spiritual moment. Yeah, you yeah. kind of woke up right there. Because huh? it it I didn't have any more to drink after that. Um and I and that was a early morning. Yeah. The full day I had nothing to drink. Wow. And yeah. the next day I was ready to go. Wow. Wow. I just had a recent uh, spiritual experience. I asked uh, somebody who's a Broncos fan to be my sponsor, which <gasps> is funny. Oh my lord! Like I don't know why How I would why go? I'd go that. Why I would ask somebody that would <laughs> go for that team, but you know what? Like <laughs> I gotta tell you, I almost did this. Were you day. accepted into that? I am. I'm in, oh. that, I'm in that part of that I'm family. So excited! <laughs> I am too. I, I he was like he was right in front of me, and I was like, hey. Do you think? And he was like, yeah. And, but then my sponsor kicked in, right? And I was like, all right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got sponsor blocked right you know, there. You know what? It's it's funny. Along the way uh, of, of this path in the last 11 years, I, I've just gone through so many stages. Actually, I talked to my, my, my prison. The guy who was my sponsor in prison mm-hmm. called me this week. Or he, he got a hold of me through Facebook, and I hadn't talked to him in a few years. And he'd gone through uh, his son. His son overdosed a couple oh. years ago. And so he ended up going back out for a short time. And he's back now. He's back with us. And, like, man, I just couldn't. I was so happy to hear his voice. And yeah. he's doing okay. And he's, That's good. he's back on. And, like, um, and he taught me so much, man. That, that dude you know, uh, is, is a lifesaver for me. But like what, what I was trying to get at was that I've been through a few sponsors in, in, in all the years. Mm-hmm. And every time I go to a, a new sponsor, whenever my heart moves me towards a new sponsor, it's because there, there's something about them that like, that, that, yeah. that, that inspires you, it inspires me mm-hmm. and gets me deeper and lets me peel another, uh, another layer off that onion t- into my program. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting something new revealed to me and, and, and that's know. cool. Yeah. yeah. I really think that that's one thing about this. Nobody said you had to stay in one, with to one, one sponsor. sponsor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had mine for a long time, but even if I walked up to him tomorrow and said, "Hey, you know what, sponsor? I'm, you know, I want to go check out somebody else," he'd be like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." It's not like he's. It's not like I'm you're not dating hurting. them. It ain't like you're trying to break. You're gonna break up with. You them. Got thirty yeah. other guys to deal with. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you ain't gonna miss me that much. The people, it, the yeah. people I've sponsored that have broken up with me, I'm just like, yeah, as long as you're happy. As long, exactly. I mean, it's, you know, it's not about me. It's about you. You know. Yeah. So, that yeah. is the right. That's the right answer. I think I've had. I've heard that question before. Is like. Um, you know, how can you tell your sponsor that you want to switch to another sponsor? And Mm. then um, one of the really good answers I heard was, you know, if your sponsor is a good sponsor, they would wish you well. Oh, yeah. Right. And totally be um, be happy for you. Yeah. So So I guess a lot of new people, a lot of people, a lot of new people, actually, they, they, ask that question and they have this fear of like what they're going to get in return. Mm-hmm. But no, if you have a really good sponsor, they're going to be really supportive have, of you. Have you been through many sponsors? I had a prison one. Uh-huh. I had one in Oregon, uh-huh. an old lady um, in the Alana club that I did my steps with. And then I had one here. But you killed her. That broke up with me. <laughs> oh, she broke up with you. Yeah. Oh my God. Broke, broke up with me. And oh. then, and then my, my current one, Yana. So okay, and I'm and each one of them one. has something to teach you, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure you've taught them too. Yeah, the way. that's yeah. awesome. That's the, that's our program. Yeah. 
Hey, Michael, thank you so much for coming in and, and, uh, and, and sharing some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we really love you here uh, at, <laughs> at uh, the Terminally Unique Podcast. Yeah. As a corporation, we love you. As a corporation. <laughs> as a corporation. <laughs> and on a personal level, we love you also, too. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, thank you for inviting me back. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for coming back. Uh, you can reach us at the Terminally Unique Podcast on Facebook or Terminally underscore Unique underscore Podcast on IG. Or you can just email us at the Terminally Unique Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Rep Sports, for the love. Thank you for coming in. Thank you, Diva, for helping Thank again. You. I love I you guys so two. much. Yes, I love, love you guys. <laughs> much prettier than Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, say, Lucas. <laughs> let's say good- goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Do it. Do Amanda's bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>